Welcome to another episode of Barking Up the Wrong Tree. I can say that now because this is my second episode. Woo! In today's episode, I will explore the connection between tools and pedagogy. If you're a teacher today, you're probably feeling either overwhelmed or excited or maybe a bit of both about all the tools, gadgets, programs, and websites that are out there. I'm a bit of a gadget freak myself. Yes, I watched the iPad 2 release. No, I won't be buying one for a while, probably, even though it has a really cool case. And anyway, the point is that when I first got interested in technology in the classroom, my primary goal was student engagement. I thought, wow, using Web 2.0 tools are going to eliminate all of my classroom management issues because they're so engaging. I need to find a way I can deliver all my content with these tools. Now I see the problem with that type of thinking. My friend Roy and Lee wrote a great blog post back in January about all the hype that technology gets. Yes, it's engaging, but using a tool just because it's engaging is not good teaching, it's good babysitting. And those are my words, not Roy's. We need to stop worshiping technology. We need to stop dumping thousands of dollars into interactive whiteboards so that teachers can show PowerPoint slides filled with bad clip art and 12-point Comic Sans font. We need to think about what it is that we want our students to learn and then figure out the best tool for the job. You don't go into Home Depot and buy a shiny new drill and then just go looking for things to drill because you have the tool, do you? Okay, bad example. Some of you probably actually do that. See, when I learned about blogging, I thought, wow, that's so cool. I want my kids to do it. But why? How was blogging any different from a pedagogical point of view than writing in a journal? I have that answer now, and that's maybe a good topic for another episode. But until I could answer that question, blogging was just a shiny drill, and I was running the risk of putting holes into things that didn't need holes. Sometimes I carry a metaphor too far, I know. So it's not about the technology, but at the risk of sounding like I'm completely contradicting myself, it kind of is about the technology. If the medium is the message, then technology, even if we're not intending it, changes the message. When I started having my students blog, I did it because I thought the medium would be engaging. But what I discovered along the way was the power of authentic audience, the critical role that commenting played in extending the conversation. The comments pushed my students' thinking. Blogging gave us a vehicle for practicing good digital citizenship. It helped us build community. It helped us construct knowledge. Not to put too fine a point on it, but it completely made me rethink the way I taught. Now that wouldn't have happened if I didn't experiment with technology before understanding how it could be beneficial from a pedagogical perspective. What I'm trying to say is give yourself permission and your kids permission to play. You may not understand what you can do with a tool until you put a few holes in something. Just don't lose sight of the long-term goal. You want to use that tool to build something awesome. And maybe you need a hammer, not a drill. Thanks for listening.